You found it. The no-nonsense, no-script podcast you've been waiting for. Real people on real issues. Welcome to Dynamic Independence. The home of logic, reason, and common sense. Let's do it. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in today. I'm Johnny Anderson, and I'm joined today by Bruce Adams. Good afternoon, Bruce. How are you today? Good afternoon. Yeah, you know, healthy alive, as usual. I mean, we're in the middle of the pandemic still, right? Even though it's no longer an yes. epidemic, even, technically no. by the numbers, but it's still in the pandemics, still have riots going on. So, yeah, healthy alive. Pandemic, cold and flu season, what's the difference, right? What's what's the difference? It doesn't matter at this point, I don't think. It's all the same, yeah. They're all, all the coronaviruses, all the right? You know, I was... Um, I was at the gym yesterday. I was running on the treadmill. Of course, they've got all the TVs up there and they've all got like news networks and, you know, entertainment garbage and sports networks and all kinds of crap up there. And I don't really pay too much mind to it. I never do because it's just nonsense. And one of the news networks up there, everything was about how these Western countries, right? This one, the US, Canada, uh, Spain, the UK, France, it's all out of control. Nobody knows how to fix it because everyone's being careless and no one knows what they're doing and they're all a bunch of idiots and we have to do all this stuff. We have to do these lockdowns because no one's listening, no one's doing what they're told. But then what comes next? What's after that? Oh, Disney World's open in China. The Great Wall of China, the tourism's all open. There's, there's people as far as the eye can see in all of these... Uh, tourism. See, they understand what needs to be done, right? They got everything under control. They know how to do it. See, you dumb Westerners, you don't know what you're doing, right? You don't you don't know what you're doing. Yeah, this is absolutely ridiculous. It's absolutely ridiculous. And you know what? The sooner people realize this, the sooner we're going to get past this. And it's not it's not uh, let's do what you're told until we can all get through this together. No, 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 no. See, they flipped that back onto itself. They've taken an authoritative control of the state and they've turned it back onto you. That way, if you don't do what they tell you to do, well, it's your fault. But see, the Chai Coms, boy, they know how to do it over there. Yeah, they, they know how to do it. They know what they're doing. Yeah, bunch of garbage. And you know something? The media is on board with all of it. They're on board with all of it. They're carrying that whole agenda. I don't care what country it is. I don't care if it's France. I don't care if it's Germany. I don't care if it's England. I don't care if it's the U.S. They're all carrying the same agenda. They're all saying the same exact things in lockstep. It's laughable. It's laughable. And worse than that, the governments that we have are on board with them. They're sellouts. But I don't want to get too deep into that because I don't want to sound too much like that fool that they caught up there in Michigan, the one that tried to kidnap the, uh, the useless governor up there. Right now, look, this guy is... He's a wound up lunatic. He's an idiot. Well, he's a white supremacist, right? Eh, well, that's what the media tried to say. And it's all Trump's fault. But then, of course, that's been all backpedaled on because he he's an anarchist. He's an anarchist. Anarchists, they, they don't stand for anything. They don't stand for law and order. They don't stand for the communities. They don't stand for families. Nothing. They're anarchists. That's why they call them anarchists. This guy hated Donald Trump. He hated the U.S. He hated the Bill of Rights. He hated the, the Constitution. He hated the, uh, uh, the the useless governor up there. Look, if you don't like a governor of a state, vote him out. Recall him. Get rid of him. Right. We have that system. Use it. It's that simple. Same thing with a, a senator. Same thing with a House member, a mayor, whatever. Right. We have a system of elections. Use them. But instead, people like this, they just advocate for violent overthrow. Right. That's what anarchists do. That's why you can tie yeah. them in with like Antifa and Marxist, because they therefore violent revolutionary overthrows. They're crazy. Well, and 
Antifa calls themselves, by their own admission, anarcho-communists. In other words, they're for anarchic-based communism. So that doesn't make any sense. So basically, they're just for communism. Or, or I don't know, really, it would be for anarchism because anarchy is no government. So if well, basically, it would be you own nothing and anarchy rules, basically, is what they're, they're wanting. Yeah, and but see that's the that's the difference though. Like Antifa, they they don't want to abolish the government. They want to become the government. There's the difference. It's not that they want to just uh, abolish the government and have every person out for themselves. No, 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 no. They want an organized structure, but they want an organized structure that they run because the one we have now makes what they're doing illegal. So they, they have to. This is why under authoritarian regimes, governments become the organized crime. That's why they want to take that over. So, yeah, that's that's why they have no, no. to violently overthrow see, it. Trump Trump is a dictator. See, so these guys are just out there resisting the man. See, because he's he's a dictator. He's fascist. Well, he's a white that's supremacist. What the guy, that's what the guy from uh, from Michigan said, wasn't it? He said everything mm-hmm. this guy's done has been authoritarian. Well, show me where. Show me where this this guy's done everything he's he could possibly do to make sure that he's not an authoritarian. He's done everything see the opposite of what they want him to do. Yeah, go ahead. You want to see you want to see authoritarian the minute one of those riots broke out in uh, Seattle, it would have been bodies piled up in the street. They, they would have gone in and cleaned. Not no, they would not have used non-lethal rounds. They would have used lethal rounds and just laid waste. That's what an authoritarian regi- regime would do. You don't get the protest. You don't get we wouldn't be here doing this podcast. I mean, we would be taking a lot more measures to protect ourselves. I mean, we wouldn't be on public mediums. All that kind of stuff is what I mean. And uh, we're, here we are. The, the one thing we're more concerned about is Antifa types. <laughs> the the well, crazy balloons that are... To be fair, I think it's extremists in general. I, I think it's extremists yeah. in general. Because you, you've got extremists on the right. You've got extremists on the left. And they're all bad apples any way you look at it. So, I mean, I, I'm not for the people on the extreme right. I think... Um, I think by th- and see that here's the thing about the extreme right, right? They, they are just they're, they're a mess to begin with. OK, that's that's the first thing. And more than that, by them behaving the way that they do, they allow the people that are on the far left, which the Antifa types, right? They allow them to turn around and say because of their broad definitions of everything, they allow them to turn around by definition because they control the, the politics and the, and the, the speak and the double speak and everything else, by the extreme right existing and behaving the way that they do, it allows the, the loons on the far left to turn around and call anyone that doesn't agree with them someone on the far right. Then you have people like us that are in the middle that shout both sides down. But anyway, yeah, the, the dude up there. OK, so what, what was the deal with that anyway? The dude up in Michigan, what was his deal? The, he wanted to... His little band of merry men or whatever they were up there, they, they wanted to kidnap the governor, Whitmer. So I, mean, I understand they were, she's they were. I, I understand. I understand that she's look, she, she's a she's a bad apple, right? She is. She She's messed yeah. everything up up there. And the people are. Yeah, she's a tyrant. And the people are pissed. I get it. Right. I get it. I, I get it that the people are upset. But that that is no way. That is no way. You don't like what she's doing. Take legal action against her. Protest her. Recall her and have her thrown out of office and answer for the charges that are brought to her. Do it legally. Okay, fine. Which technically, that's what the court's up there doing, right? The Supreme Court has ruled against her in her actions. So that's what that's an ongoing thing. Yeah, she's still going to do things. She said she's good. This happens. She's going to use the other things or other other methods to to enact the same rules, basically, is what she said she's going to do. Okay. Well, 
I guess my point I was trying to make is, is that this happens because the Supreme Court is now the state Supreme Court in Michigan is now against her and is starting to turn against her saying that yeah, you can't be doing all this stuff. We need to start limiting your powers. And now all of a sudden there's a kidnap plot against her. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. The, well, I mean, the state AG is against her as well, I believe. But um, the, the the issue with the. OK, so they were going to kidnap and they were all there was in the chat that they were in. There's 16 of them in the chat that they were in. They were going to bomb one of the bridges to, to break access to law enforcement. And uh, they were also going to um, either kidnap, tase or kill Whitmer at her uh, summer home. And, and what was this supposed to accomplish? Civil war. That's literally what their goal was. They wanted to do this action and claim to be on the right to trigger a civil war because they want to burn down the entire system. Well, that didn't work and out too well. you won't hear that in they, mainstream. They left, yeah, of course not. No, they, they left that, um, that, that leader of theirs, that, uh, that uh, whack job, he left his uh, video manifesto up there for the world to see. And what does he say? He, did. he hates everybody. He doesn't care. Like that, that was their goal. Kidnap her, claim they were on the right and start a civil war. Uh, yeah. you guys need to lay off the drugs, will you? Yeah, lay, lay off the drugs. If you've seen the, if you've seen the, uh, mug shots of all of them. Oh yeah. They all look I like saw the, I saw the, I saw the place, like their meeting place. Yeah, I, I saw it. Uh-huh. Uh, the yeah. piles of yeah. garbage all over the place. A lot of beer cans, uh, needles. Yeah. Oh yeah. Real pillars of the community they were. So I'm actually, I'm glad they caught them. We don't need that kind I, of nonsense. Going same. On. Agreed. The, I mean, the thing is though, is they were pretty stupid and arrogant. Otherwise, we wouldn't have caught them. According to the uh, the press releases up there, they've been set. Let me see. Two of them uh, have had their bond set at $10 million. Pete uh, Musico, don't know, and Joseph Morrison uh, were both charged with terrorism counts, providing support for planned terrorist actions, gang membership. Did they actually have a gang? Was it like a legit, like anarchist gang? Well, saying it's a gang is a bit, uh, that's a bit of a stretch. Um, like drinking buddies but, or what, what? Because, I mean, it looked like a party well, house. That they were. <laughs> the 16 of them were across like 12 different cities or something like that. I mean, it was they were over a bunch of cities. It wasn't like they were all like it wasn't like it was a, a drinking buddies group. Okay. They, they would have had to travel hours to to all meet. OK. All right. The top two had their bond set at ten million dollars. They were also charged with possessing a firearm during the commission of a felony. Yeah, there's five years right there. Four other men have been swept up in the alleged plot. Alleged. Yeah, it was an actual plot, wasn't it? I don't think it's alleged at this point. Of course, you have to have your day in court, right? You got to have your day in court. I get it. The dude's on tape until proven guilty. He's on. Like I heard the guy. He's on tape. He's saying, "Look." I mean, the guy, the guy's anti-government completely, yeah. completely anti-government. He's saying that everybody that works in a government, a government position is your enemy. That's not true. That's not true. Yes, we sit here and we rant about the government and all that stuff. But that's just us as, you know, upset people because we're getting screwed. OK, but that doesn't mean that every we're, person in the government is your enemy. Doesn't mean that at all. Your average government worker is a decent person. It's the politicians that are the corrupt the entity, idiots. Though. We're going against the entity of the government, not not necessarily the people in government. There, there's a there's a bit of a difference there. Right. So it's it's the it's the functions I, that the government's doing, not necessarily the people, though. Currently, there are some corrupt people in government. And I, I'm not just meaning politicians. I mean, um, the, the bureaucratic side of things like FBI, CIA, you know, law enforcement. There are some in there that are corrupt or intelligence agencies. Mm hmm. You know, I, I've spent a lot of time working with um, with different government agencies over the years and working with different uh, law enforcement agencies at the federal level. And I know people that work in government now 
And you know something? They are really good people. They're decent people. They're very good at what they do. So it doesn't necessarily mean that everybody that works within the government is your enemy. It's not that. It's like what you said, Bruce. We go after the entity as in, look, we have a bigger government in the United States than the Soviet Union could have ever dreamed of. That That's a problem. OK, that that is a problem. So like the Bureau of Land Management, that's a problem. The IRS, that's a problem. Yeah, you're nodding your head. I know that's your favorite one. Yeah, <laughs> that's your favorite one. Did you see recently the head of uh, uh, Bureau of Land Management? He He's not supposed to be the head right now. He was like he's supposed to be out. So anyway, there, there's some kind of debacle there with with that. I, I no. noticed here the other day. No, I yeah. Didn't know that. And he's the like, CDC- well, I have Trump support, so I'm going to be in. And it's like, no, uh-huh. your, your time's up. Like you're, yeah. you're out, bro. The CDC. That's a problem. The NIH. That's a problem. So, IRS. yes. The I, yeah, the IRS. Yeah, I said the IRS. We, we've got problems. <laughs> oh, did you? Yeah. Yeah. We've got bloated problems. Uh, th- that is that is the enemy of the people, those those bloated entities. Uh, but the average your average government worker. I mean, you know, you, like I said, I, I know people that work. I know people that work the average person at the IRS. Yeah, I, I know people that have done work for the IRS. They're good people. I've gone to them before. Uh, with tax questions, and they've been very helpful. Now, does that mean that the head of the IRS doesn't have a political agenda? No. (laughs) You just kind of have to pick and choose your battles as you're going up through there. But your average politician out there, oh my God, man, they are dumber than a hoe handle. Boy, I showed my Midwestern streak, didn't I? You did. I did. Well, and and to be fair, uh, I know with FBI, there was some, there's text messages that have come out between agents that were doing investigations on, I believe it was Flynn. And they were, they were like, why are why are the heads continuing to push for this investigation when there's nothing there? We should be done. This should be closed. And why did they reopen it? And, you know, all these things. And that was the average agent that was working on the case, whereas, you know, the heads, which um, I'm really disappointed that that's taking so long, by the way, we, we can we can identify these 16 anarchists that do a, a terrorist plot uh, haven't actually done anything. And yet we can't figure out Antifa and BLM who have been rioting in um, uh, Seattle for how long now? A hundred and some days now. And we, we can't narrow down where they're getting their funding and everything when we've narrowed it down ourselves uh, to like act blue and tides and Soros. And it's an organic uh, movement but, from the grassroots, Bruce. It's an organic movement from the grassroots. It's not like they have U-Haul trucks showing up with just tack gear and riot gear and, and protest nah, signs already pre-made nah. or anything. It's not like that nah, happens. That's crazy. That, that's just a conspiracy. It, it actually happened, by the way. We're, we're yeah, being actually, that, facetious. That actually goes on. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's uh, as you're saying, though, it's like it's not that hard. All you have to do is go out there and look. I mean, if we can find that information publicly and it's not like that's some um, how, how do they put it? Uh, some right wing conspiracy that's perpetuated by the media. No, no, that's documented. That's out there. You can go and find their filings. It's there. It's there. And is it questionable at all that you have organizations like, uh, well, I don't know, the Biden campaign has donated money towards causes to bail out the the rioters, not protesters, rioters. And Jay Z just gave a whole bunch of money. I think it was like a couple million dollars to uh, to their bail fund. Yeah, to get to get them out of jail. Now, uh, Bruce, you and I have been looking over. We looked over a little bit of video before we started of um, police officers just getting beaten with impunity out in the streets. Yeah, nothing gets done to them. It's peaceful. Well, excuse me, it's mostly peaceful. Isn't that what they say? Mostly peaceful. Oh yeah, well, that cop probably had it coming to him. Isn't that what they say? Yeah. But then in Denver, right, uh, your old stomping grounds, right? Uh, Denver, man dead after confrontation at clashing 
in political rallies in Denver. Okay. Now, you and I saw this video. Yep. We're not going to play it here. There's an argument that ensues. Guy is standing there with some mace in his hands. You can clearly see the can. You can't see it in the video, but we've got still shots of it because someone else on the other side had an actual camera. They were taking pictures of it. Guy walks up to a supposed TV station security guard who shot the guy dead uh, right there on site. I mean, point blank. Guy pulls out his mace, starts spraying it at the uh, the, the supposed security guard, and the guard pulls out pulls out his, uh, his sidearm and shoots the guy dead. I saw photos and video from a few different angles. They're saying that this guy has no Antifa connections whatsoever, but if you were to look at this guy's appearance, I don't see how this guy could be a security guard. I know people that do, I know a lot of people that do security work. I know people that have been trained to do security work, and they are usually clean cut, squared away kind of people. This is not a clean cut, squared away kind of person. Skinny jeans, loafers. I mean, it's not your typical security guard attire. Right. Uh, right. Maybe, maybe he was off duty. Could have been. Maybe. But it's amazing how this gets spun. Listen to this. Listen to what the media says. Listen to how this. Now, granted, there was a, a, a verbal altercation. I don't know what was said in between the, the man that was spraying the mace and the man that had the gun. I don't know what was said there. You can't tell. But it happened fast. The man is standing there as part of another argument. The man with the mace steps out of the shot for just a couple of seconds and he gets shot. But they say that police have since taken a man identified as a private security guard for a Denver TV station into custody. The alleged shooter fired his weapon at the other man after he sprayed mace at him, which honestly, I, I don't I don't know. I mean, you're spraying mace at somebody that's non-lethal uh, and you're going to turn around. And you're going to use lethal force against somebody. I don't think that that's justification. I'm sorry. I don't think that it is. Uh, I mean, you have a right to defend yourself. Sure. But not I mean, I, I'm sorry. I don't know of any uh, any instance where. Mace has actually killed somebody. I don't know how that could be um, a, a life-threatening action being taken against you to give you authorization to use lethal force. I, I don't. I don't see. I mean, I understand people wanting the need to use lethal force in the matters of self-defense. Of course, you have a constitutionally protected right that allows you to do that. But in this case, I don't see it. I don't see it. Well, see the the mace. Um, it's it helps spread COVID nineteen, and the, the security guard <laughs> was. <laughs> Afraid of the COVID nineteen, so he, wow, that's, that's why. Okay, that's why. all right. So you're what you're saying is, is he wasn't actually spraying mace; he was spraying COVID nineteen. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, that's what it is. It okay. was, it was right. uh, in particulate right. matter. Yeah, yeah. Okay, gotcha. Oh, I mean, I can see the the photo here. I mean, clearly, I mean, that's a lot of COVID. That is a lot of COVID. Uh, confrontation occurred in Denver as a pair of conflicting political rallies took place. The incident occurred as a left... Listen to how they word this. Okay, listen very carefully to how they word this. It occurred as a left-wing rally and a right-wing rally took place at the Colorado City Civic Center. The man who sprayed the mace was participating in the right-wing protest described as the uh, described as a patriot rally. The left-wing rally... Listen to this. You ready for this? The left-wing rally was called the BLM Antifa Soup Drive. So you see, Bruce, clearly this is a case of neo-Nazis against people that are just trying to be charitable and collect soup for the misfortunate. Um, you know why the guards' glasses were disheveled? Apparently there was some kind of altercation between the two, and the security guard tried to, um, uh, I don't know, He was. it looks like he was reaching for the guy in some way, and the guy um, slapped him. Oh, open hand. Open hand, slapped him, and okay. knocked his hat off and glasses aside, and that's when the security guard pulled the gun and and uh, the mace okay. was shot, and he the guy shot the that that maser. is still no 
that is still no reason to to take someone's life. Sorry, it's not. It's not. There's there's no justification for this. None. And, and I, I love the fact that the media is painting this as a soup drive of all things. A soup drive. Are you yeah. are you hearing me? They're calling the people that were out there a, a charity. It's oh, I can't handle no. it. I can't handle it. No, the, these guys. So but this this protest, this this soup drive, right? They were burning the, uh, you, you know, the American flag with the, the blue line and everything, you know, representing the cops, law enforcement and everything, the thin blue line. They were out there burning one of those flags in front of law enforcement, the uh, the line that they had there. These these soup drive guys. So, you know, I guess I guess you can go get your soup, soup and go soup go drive. burn a flag. I, I, like you can you can show up to a protest as long as you bring a can of Campbell's and you, then you can burn American flags. That's fine. J- just bring just bring your can of soup with you. That's unbelievable. That is absolutely unbelievable. And it's despicable. Oh, it gives legitimate charities a bad name is what that does. Yeah. Anything else on the Denver shooting that uh, that you want to talk about? Uh, no, it just um, pretty much that there was an altercation. Mace guy slapped the guy open handed slap. Uh huh. Looked like the fingers is what hit him. And that's when oh, he well. pulled the gun out and shot him. That's that's pathetic. All right. Uh, and I hope he gets charged accordingly. Let that be a lesson. Right. If you're going to slap a guy, make sure it uh, make sure you hit him hard enough to knock him out. Just saying. Not that I'm advocating Bruce, for violence. Right. Bruce, I have a very serious question here. Are, are you are you aware that Joe Biden's running for president? Who? Joe Biden. Senator has uh, been in there that? for 47 years and he hasn't actually accomplished yeah. a damn thing. Yeah, that one. It, yeah. No, no, no. Okay. He did. He did accomplish one thing. We, we can't we, we can't take away the credit of the, the crime bill that he helped pass. We, we can't we can't take that away from him. Yeah. Yeah. The one back in the 1993, 1994, somewhere in there that he uh, helped pass that incarcerated more black men than previously. You know, it. Oh, increased. yes. Yeah. That, that one. one. Yeah, yeah. That one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. OK. Yeah. That one. Uh, th- yeah. OK. All right. So he actually did get something done. All right. Uh, albeit it was in the wrong direction, but he did get something done. Well, to be fair, during the time period, both Republicans and Democrats were for law and order. And to be fair, they passed the bill and it looked like on the surface from what I've seen, it's it was actually a good thing. It was uh, it was arresting people that were um, drug offenders and, you know, um, violent drug offenders the, and that sort of thing. The Patriot so, Act was supposed to be a good thing. True. But that one was that one on its surface didn't even look good. So I, I can't I, I can't give that one the benefit of the doubt. Mm-hmm. OK, well, um, there's been a lot of talk out there that there's no enthusiasm for Joe. And I was talking about the DNC last, what was it, last week? And I said, I watched the DNC. It was terrible. It was terrible. I, I mean, I, I was waiting for at least some form of excitement, something, and there was nothing there. It was like watching paint dry. It was terrible. It was absolutely terrible. There was a, a parade. The, the media is making this big deal about how there's this parade of of golf carts in, uh, I don't know where it's at, somewhere down south. And Florida, uh, I think. It's, is it Florida? Okay, they're sending a I message so. to to the uh, to the White House saying that Joe's their guy, uh, and they're talking. If it's from South Florida, they're a bunch of corned beef commies from New York anyway. Most of them, they're retirees. Yeah, when you see the golf carts, um, I don't, people may not be aware of this, but typically when areas where you drive golf carts like that in large masses, you know, you see all well, other than a golf course, those retirement homes down there in the South. Specifically, Florida, they're well known for having uh, being able to travel just about anywhere in that area on a golf cart. 
and as you were saying, these guys are are retirees from like New York, from up in the Northeast, and we've and seen a large place. number of people moving to Florida. Yep, and that's the same place, South Florida. Yeah, South Florida is where we had that problem with the Bush and Gore election, and it was all tied up yeah. down there. And it was it was Republican drawn areas, but they were all primarily for Gore down there. And what does that say? What does that say? I mean, they're driving around down there now with these signs on their golf carts. Give me a break. What? So they're driving around down there with with these signs on their golf carts that say Republicans for Biden, which is a joke in and of itself. Uh, that, I mean, that makes no sense. You think you think that this guy's actually going to you think this guy's going to represent you? Oh, lunch bucket, Joe. You think he's going to represent middle America? This guy hates middle America. He can't stand it. As a matter of fact, I don't even what. He, oh, yeah. Delaware. That's a, he's a senator of Delaware. Yeah. Yeah. Well, not only that. He wants to raise taxes. He and Obama, right? Some of the the stuff that they did uh, during during Obama's term lost what was it seven hundred thousand manufacturing jobs because of their economic policies. So yeah, I don't know. He kind of despises the blue collar, you know, the the guys that are out there working. This guy, this guy has no energy. There's no enthusiasm behind this. I mean, we're come seeing, on, man, we're seeing, come on, man. We're seeing Trump parades day after day after day. We're seeing boat parades in Florida on more than one occasion. We're seeing lines of, of traffic. I was rolling down some other videos. I roll past all those Trump caravans now full of like big jacked up trucks and all kinds of stuff with Trump flags and American flags. I roll past all that. You know why? Because I'm so sick of seeing it. Biden was pulling into a town hall last week at a high school that he couldn't even fill up. And who was standing outside there as his caravan was pulling in? It was nothing but Trump supporters. There weren't even Biden people out there holding up Biden signs. Bernie Sanders was on stage last week. I saw I sent you the video, didn't I? He was mm-hmm. on stage did, last yeah. week giving a speech in support of Joe Biden. OK, you think, I mean, all right, he's out there. He's supporting Joe. He's giving a speech at a, at a Joe Biden rally. But what happens? The shot zooms out. And there's nobody there. It's an empty parking lot. There's no excitement for this. Jill Biden has barbecues in the backyard of their residence, and she can't even get people there to fill up all the chairs. That's how uninteresting these people are. It's pathetic. It is. It's honestly, it is sad. It, It is really sad. That is really sad. And so you've got the only people that are out there that are supporting this are 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 loons. They're they're largely largely. I I'm not gonna say that's. I'm not going to say that all of them are. I think they're just a lot of misguided out there because, look, this election, whether you like this or not, what I'm about to say, or whether you agree with it or not, I I don't know. Everyone's entitled to their own opinion, uh, and I've never faulted people for that. But this election is not about Republican or Democrat. We're well past that. We stopped that back in the in the Bush era. It's not about Republican versus Democrat. This is not even about, as far as I'm concerned, I don't even think it's about uh, capitalism versus socialism. I think we're well past that. This is an election about right and wrong. And at the very core of it, it's good versus evil. I look at these yeah. people. It's not even so much Biden. It's not even so much Biden. I look at the people that are behind Biden that are going to have him removed as soon as humanly possible. Why do you think Nancy Pelosi's talking about the 25th Amendment? She's not talking about the 25th Amendment for Trump. She's talking about the 25th Amendment for Joe. They're going to have him removed and everyone else behind him. I'll tell you something. If you thought if you thought the Obama administration was hardcore, if you thought Hillary Clinton camp, the Hillary Clinton camp was going to be hardcore. Look, the Obama people, the Clintons, they were just in the way. 
They were in power for a while, but at the end of the day, they were just in the way. The ones that are worse than them are the ones that were behind them. They were technically holding the mobs back, in a sense, because they thought that they were going to get a seat at that table. But it never works that way, does it? I, I think they were progressives, though. They, they, were, they were taking it slow, like progressives do, and it just kind of got out of hand, if you will. And then the Dems decided, well, this is an opportunity for us to exploit uh, the unrest and everything and, and try to basically overthrow our government and, and institute their own um, socialist-esque. I, 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 seriously, I don't understand why the left wants to overthrow our government. You guys, if you if you don't like the way the government works in your own state or even on your local level, elect someone else. It's a, you don't have to screw us all over because you think differently. Just do it to your own state. And then when your state fails, don't come to the other states begging for help because you made your own decision. But that's the that's the point. The, the things that they want to enact, they have to print money. They have to have a, an unlimited supply of cash because they know it'll fail other than the fact they want control. Honestly, I don't think it's the average leftist. I think they're just being used. The, the average left, they're just being used. The ones that want to destroy the system are the ones we talk about that are hanging out down in Davos. They're the ones that want to destroy the system because it's not just the U.S. that they want to destroy. They want to bring down the entire Western culture itself. It all has to go. These people have been running around for the last 70 years and they have not gotten in trouble for the corruption and the deals that they have made. So they think that now they can just go whole hog for everything. They can take it all over. What do you think the masks are all about? What do you think the lockdowns are all about? What do you think phasing you out of your job? What do you think that's all about? This doesn't end until we remove the people that are causing this. And it's not your average politician. They're just doing the bidding of these people. It goes higher than that. Joe Biden would do these people's bidding. This guy's it. Uh, and the people behind him, they're puppets of China, for God's sake. This is what concerns me about Donald Trump after he leaves his second term. Who do we have that's going to be tough on on China to shut this down, this corruption? I, I'm looking for that person. I'm looking for it now. I think the only person I could put my finger on right now, if I had to choose somebody, would be Senator Tom Cotton. That's the only one right now. Now, that could change in the coming days. But right now, he already sees what the problem is. And the problem that we also have are these Western elites that are in bed with the Chi-Coms. That's where all this agenda is coming from. As I started the show tonight with telling you what the agenda is in the media. Oh, the Chinese have it under control. You dumb Westerners, you don't know what you're doing. Everyone's on board with that. And everyone down at our level, it's our job to sit here and to look through that and to package it up and to tell you what you're not seeing. Let's talk about Joe. few reasons why... You shouldn't vote for Joe. And I'm not saying this if, you know, from a standpoint of a Trump cheerleader, quite frankly, I don't really like the guy. But to me, at this particular point in our history, I think the choice has never been clearer. You're either for America or you're not. Joe Biden is 77 years old. He seems to have difficulty working a full day. That's true. That's true. I mean, he's been doing what lately? He's been shutting his campaign down at nine o'clock in the morning, 10 o'clock in the morning. Can't go a whole... Um, a whole debate time, or not not a debate time, a uh, a rally time without starting within with all like all the gaffes and everything like that. There was one yesterday, had all kinds of gaffes. It was crazy. Was it a town hall meeting kind of a thing? I want to say it was a town hall because he was he was up there giving the speech at the podium and he was he was doing that. Of course, I heard the one from uh, from Pennsylvania. He was talking about uh, those of us that served. Joe, you never served, bud. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, that instance, he could have easily have just changed his uh, sentence structure. Uh, you know, it started to say it one way and then was like, wait, maybe I should say it this way. And it just, there was no pause or anything. 
uh, or no clear definition of, of a sentence change. So it does sound like he was saying those of us that enlisted. So Okay, fair enough. I'll give him the benefit of the doubt. But you can't deny that there is a cognitive issue there. It's right. it's there. We know that it's there. And the campaign knows that it's there. And I think Joe even knows that it's there. That look on his face when he was giving that speech at a town hall and he didn't know where he was right then. I knew I knew that he knew that he didn't know where he was. And then he knew that he, he made an actual mistake. So the thing is, is, is he physically and mentally capable of actually being able to handle this job? Based on those, I would argue no. He's been in politics since 1972. And we talked about his record. Has he accomplished anything? You said he accomplished the one thing, the uh, the crime bill or whatever it was. And it ended up uh, being more detrimental to um, the minority communities than actually helpful. Well, under today's, I don't know, vision, I don't know what you, how you want to word it, but the, the way the, the political climate is right now with the whole riots and the anti-police sentiment and all that kind of stuff, the bill that he passed was very pro-cop, very pro-law and order. So... Even even if it did go too far in some cases, at the time it was um, thought to be warranted because you know we had we had issues with uh, drugs and stuff during that time, uh, which we we still do. But that was that was them trying to curb that, and at the time it was it was viewed as good bipartisan. Uh, but now, obviously, it, it, if you if you can be accused of rape from back in 1970, like uh, the Kavanaugh situation, right? It was like 70s or 80s or something like that. He was accused of rape, gang rape or whatever. Um, And they can go on this long, drawn out hearing because of that when there's absolutely no evidence, no proof. The there's the the, um, quote unquote victim, alleged victim has no no evidence thereof. Like there's nothing other than their word. They can't even remember where they were. Any of that kind of information. If we're willing to go down that road over that, then the. Use the same rules. Biden actually passed, helped pass a bill that uh, uh, arrested more people of color. And Kamala Harris's uh, track record of being the uh, DA of California was not, um, or excuse me, the uh, not, the, the not Attorney General, the AG of California. Yes, it wasn't AG. much better. It wasn't much better. Yeah. No. Okay. Um, Biden has promised to halt all construction on a border wall. He will cancel the bilateral agreement with Mexico that stops people from entering the country illegally. And he will end. He actually said this. He said this part on the Telemundo interview. I remember he said he will end deportations for anyone other than felons uh, and he will push through a massive amnesty for illegals. Now, the uh, the amnesty thing, they've been talking about that for a very long period of time. And look, we know that that's all political. It's all for votes. And that's that's what it comes down to. They yeah, it's DACA. They don't care about anything else. They've been saying 10 million illegals since the 90s. Right. They've been saying that since the 90s. It is not 10 million since uh, since the 90s. I can assure you it's more like probably 40 or 50. I would have to say yeah. that would be my guess. Yeah, the most most recent I, I've heard was like 41 or 42 million. So that that's closer to accurate. Where is he on gun control? He plans to ban the sale of new AR-15s. What did he say to Beto O'Rourke? Yeah, you're going to be my new gun czar. And what did Beto yeah. say? Hell yes, we're going to take your AR-15. Hell yes, we're going to take your AK-47. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Oh, and by the way, um, y- you you might think, oh, no, Second Amendment, right? They they can't go and do that. Packed Supreme Court. They passed well, now, legislation or a bill. He says, he says that he's not going to answer that until after the election. Right. You'll find out after after the election. Yeah. Which means, yes, I'm going to pack the court. 
Yeah. Well, to be fair, if he answered it now, then that's all the media would talk about. That's, and that's never been done, by the way. Packing the court. We've we've not actually done that. They, <laughs> um, FDR tried. And yeah, even the Democrats that. were like, uh, yeah, you're not doing that. Even the Dem- his own party said you're not going to do it. Uh, yeah. And if you think if you think, OK, uh, yeah, Joe, uh, if if Joe Biden gets in there, OK, well, he's just going to ban the sale of new AR-15s. That doesn't mean he's going to come for the one I've got. Not true. If you own an AR-15 now, then you're either going to be a forced buy- you're going to be put into a situation where it's going to be a forced buyback or you're going to have to put it on a registry. No, that's all yeah, I have no. to say to that. No, he said that he support. Yeah, he no longer supports the Hyde rule, which prevents federal money for being used for abortions. Put it another way, he's going to use tax money to fund Planned Parenthood. Biden has noted that he is open to locking the country down again, which is what he said. He'll go for a national lockdown day one. Same thing with a mask mandate day one. It'll be there. National mass mandate, which neither one of neither one of which uh, uh, an executive can do. No, they can't. They cannot do that. Uh, that's why Trump hasn't done it. Biden has said numerous times that he intends to ban fracking, but then he said he didn't. And then he said yes. And then we're going to ban all fossil fuels. But no, I'm not going to get rid of fracking. But yes, I said we're going to get rid of fracking. This guy's got more flip flops in his closet than Al Gore at his Malibu home. Well, if you go off his website, he says that they are going to ban it by what, 2030 or something like that. So interesting date, by the way. But anyway. Uh, he's got an interesting track record when it comes to physical affection, shall we say. Uh, he had, did he actually do this? He publicly admitted that he advised Obama not to go through with a raid that killed Osama bin Laden. Did he actually do that? Yes, he did. He actually went against that. He was not for that. Yeah. Wow. Okay. You know, the Taliban endorsed Trump. Did you know that? I did hear about that. Yeah. So CBS says that the Taliban endorsed Trump, but then the Taliban actually came out and said, uh, no, we didn't tell CBS News that we endorsed Trump. We didn't say that. Talk about fake news. Even the Taliban got got wind of that over in Afghanistan and said, yeah, we didn't say that. You know what's interesting about that is let's say that was a fabricated thing, right? Just just for the sake of this argument. So they fabricated this idea. Are they pushing for Biden who's not going to pull troops out? Is that what they're implying? Are they implying that they're warmongers when Trump has clearly tried to get the troops out? Kind of a flip flop, don't you think? Also, um, free speech. That's that's something else that's on the table. Um, yeah, because yeah. hate speech, you know, for example, if if they pack the court, right, you're going to have your guns taken away. You're going to have and keep in mind that an assault weapon that is not an AR-15 and an assault weapon, according to their definition, since the 80s is any weapon that holds more than, what, nine or ten rounds? Basically, that means any semi-automatic weapon. That includes handguns that, that are magazine-fed. That, that That's pretty much everything. And you're, you're like, I, I've heard this argument, and this is so annoying and frustrating. Why do you need more than ten rounds anyway? First of all, typically, on average, the first, what is it, three to seven shots are missed, um, which is terrible aim, by the way. But under under the circumstances that it, it could be, you know, like if you're being assaulted or something, that could be understandable. But well, look, in, I look in, at it like this. If my house is being broken into by, say, three or four guys, OK, and each of them have 10 rounds in their guns. Well, that's 40 rounds right there. Yep. OK, so I need a 30 round magazine in that case. More than that, I, I love these people in government that say, oh, well, you don't need 30 rounds to hunt a deer. You don't use that to hunt deer, you morons. The founding fathers didn't write the Second Amendment because deer were coming. OK. Idiots. Or the emus in the case of um, idiots. Australia. Absolute idiots. But you're right about now, the court. It, 
Biden, Biden oh, yeah. and Harris both say that they're not going to acknowledge that they're going to pack the court. And if it destabilizes the country, they don't care. They don't care. Yeah. Well, and the other thing, uh, before we jump off of the gun thing, look at the unrest that we're seeing right now. Let's say a riot comes in and starts trying to burn your house down while you and your family are inside. Which you don't need a 30 round magazine, according to the Dems. There. They're getting there. Wisconsin, they were in residential areas. Smash that one. You saw the video. They were in residential yeah. areas, smashing out the videos with people or smashing out the windows with people inside. They're coming. Yeah. And honestly, um, every one of those homeowners, homeowners, in my opinion, should have a firearm to protect themselves. Every single one of them. Every single American the should have at least can't be one everywhere. firearm. The police cannot no. be everywhere. That's the thing is if, if somebody's coming to break in, you don't know what their intentions are. You don't know if they're there to just, you know, steal a TV. You don't know if they're there to kill someone. You don't know if they're there to rape someone. You you don't know what the their intentions are. So by the time that they're able to get in and law enforcement get there, you're either dead or kidnapped or uh, you don't know what the situation is. So absolutely, I am an advocate for every person to have at least one firearm that they can use to defend themselves. Responsibly. Responsibly. Not defending yourself against someone that maced you or slapped you across the face. That's not that's not a valid it's a it's when your life is threatened situation. Uh, Biden has signaled that he is open to listen to this one. I, this one I didn't know. He's open to getting rid of the legislative filibuster in the Senate. Yes. Yes. That is that's unbelievable. I believe uh, so a filibuster when they do that, the only way to break the filibuster is to have a 60 uh, 60 vote, I think. So. 60% of the votes, if you will. Okay, so this is what, okay, and, and they they also say that they're going for, I heard Senator Schumer come out last week and say this, they're going for Puerto Rico and D.C. statehood. Yep, and breaking up California into five different states. Yeah, so if they do that, then they're going to, it's so they can get more Senate seats, that's why, so that makes sense. Yeah, that's eight more Senate seats. Yeah, because they, they can't win, they, they cannot win, so they got to change the game. That's what they're well, doing with mail-in voting, they can't win. They've got to change uh, the game. To clarify, uh, before someone says, checks my math, I was referring to California specifically. If they did D.C. Uh, and, and Puerto Rico as well, that's that's another four Senate seats. So just uh, just to be clear. I thought so you were going to do you, I th- I th- Here, Bruce, I thought you were going to do some Brian Williams math. Yeah. Don't get ahead of us. Yeah, on the yeah, 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 yeah. I, I, that's why I pulled it out <laughs> or, or clarified because that came to mind. Oh, yeah. Um, the other thing that's going to be up for grabs as well, religious liberty. And you might be thinking, yeah, how? How is religious liberty? They pack the court. And let's say, oh, I don't know, I file a lawsuit. My, my church files a lawsuit because the governor decided, um, which this isn't the case here, but uh, the, it is in other states. The governor decided to lock down all religious organizations because it's COVID and they've been shut down for months. Legally, you cannot do that because of the Constitution, because of the First Amendment. Not only would you lose your free speech because hate speech, right? But you would also lose your free, your religious freedoms because you can't go and worship in public. You can't go there and, and meet, uh, you know, without socially distancing or a mask or, or having more than 10 or 50 people in there. You can't do that because COVID. So it's, it's completely illegal for them to do this. Unconstitutional. But if they pack the court, bye-bye. And they can also overturn election laws as well. I know they were wanting to uh, do away with the Electoral College and do um, popular vote only. Well, now, see, see, Bruce, you're talking about packing the court and all that stuff. And, and clearly, let's look at the, the Amy Coney Barrett thing, because the, the, 
the hearings are going to start tomorrow, right? The confirmation process is going to start tomorrow. Senate Judiciary Judiciary Committee member Chris Coons said today that the Senate moving to confirm Supreme Court nominee Amy Coney Barrett constitutes court packing. He's also calling the uh, nominee's views disqualifying. Uh, I don't see how she's to be oh, disqualified. Uh, but so he's, he's a, because he's a Democrat she's Catholic. He's a Democrat from Delaware. Just, just, just so you know, it's just so we're clear. He was, uh, he was sitting down with is this just this Fox News host. His name's Chris Wallace. You heard of him? He was sitting down with him, and uh, they were having this this discussion. Uh, and he says, "I'm going to be laying out ways in which Judge Barrett's views are not just extreme; they're disqualifying. It constitutes court packing. This is not court packing. Explain what court packing is, please. Court packing is, well." FDR tried to to institute, what was it, uh, 15, I think, judges. And at that time, they had five. All right. So uh, because of that, um, they did compromise and raise it to nine. That's how we got the nine, by the way. So pa- uh, packing the court essentially is the president coming in and nominating, in this case, five more, five or six. It really depends. If if Amy Coney Barrett isn't uh, approved. Obviously, the next president would uh, would which she is going to get. But anyway, they would come in and put left leaning judges in RBGs all over again and pack the court with those. So and and they would try to get them as young as they can, you know, and that would keep them in there for another generation. Congratulations. If they wanted to pass any kind of bill, let's say they get the House and Senate and the White House, there is no stopping them from doing whatever they want to do. They can completely obliterate everything that the Constitution is, everything that the Constitution stands for, and there's nothing we could do about it other than our states, our own states saying, we're out, peace, secession. Which, by the way, I think they might go for that after the election, to be fair. The, the blue states, not the uh, not the red yeah. ones. Uh, President Trump has said, this is also from, this is also the statement from, uh, from Senator Coons. He says that President Trump said that he would only nominate someone who would overturn the Affordable Care Act. See, they want to, they, they know the ACA is going to come back up on the, on the thing and it's going to get thrown out. Uh, taking, I love this, taking away health care protections from a hundred million Americans in the middle of a pandemic. Well, why have you set policy and procedure to take people's health care away to put them on that system? How about you ask yourself that question? The president said here recently, what was that, 170, 180 million people? They took away the private insurance of those people with the Affordable Care Act or Obamacare. And then you have those, uh, I, I know people that actually can't afford health care. And because of that, they're fined with, under Obamacare. So how is that fair to those that can't afford it? Oof, that, that, that really, really yeah. gets me And they're also worried burning. about... Yeah, they're they're also worried about the uh, the Roe v. Wade thing, you know, the the abortion thing. They are freaking Good. out about that. They are freaking out about it. Everybody on the left, I mean, they've got all hands on deck. They're screaming like children because there's nothing they can do. There, there's nothing that they can do other than be loud. That's all they can do at this point. They can't stop this. There's no legal way for them to stop this, and they're just they're going crazy. What happened to safe, legal, and rare? Safe, legal, and rare. Mm-hmm. That's what they used to say about abortions. Now we're oh. at what eighty million aborted so oh, far. I think it's more than that. I think it's more than that. It's a lot more than that. Let, let's talk North Korea here for mm-hmm. a minute. Okay, so North Korea, in the midst of all of the uh, the China done everything right, of course, right after that, what did they show? 
They showed the North Korean, of course, no masks, no social distancing. North Korea's got it under control, too. Again, you dumb Westerners, you don't know what you're doing. So you have to be told what to do because you won't you won't do what's necessary. Yeah, you see that? You see how that works? I mean, to be fair, though, uh, the, the West don't weld shut apartments of infected people or potentially no. infected people. And we also don't pull a bullet in someone that coughs like North Korea. So, eh, you know. We don't shoot people at checkpoints. We don't we don't sedate people, you know, that that kind of stuff. I mean, typically. We also don't uh, we also don't shoot people that try to escape our country either. Uh, yeah, yeah, there's yeah, there's that. There's that. Well, anyway, they unveiled a massive new weapon at their military parade. Now, experts are saying and, and I saw photos of this military parade and all that stuff. You know, Kim Jong-un, he spoke at that parade. Do you think it was a body double? He's, he's so, back. Do you, do you think it was a body double? No, um, I, I got to looking at pictures. I pulled up pictures of him and other videos and I was comparing and I think it was just, OK, this this was done at midnight. They, they were doing this as a celebration for their 75 years of uh, the People's Workers Party or whatever the heck, whatever the heck their socialist party is called. They, they were celebrating and the lighting on is not great. So it, it looks like his cheekbones were more pronounced than in other photos that I've seen. But is it, in looking is it possible footage, he could be losing weight? Is it possible he could be losing weight because he was in the hospital? For I, so long. I think it's possible he could have lost some weight and it's just they're they're more pronounced, less fat there. Uh, it's also possible he, he could be like swelling a little bit or something um, or, or, or something that. But I think really what's going on here is um, it's the lighting. It's just causing more shadow right there in the in the uh, divots there of his face. So I, I think it it's probably him. I, I tried to get a video. I wanted to find a video of him actually speaking. And I haven't been able to find a video of him actually speaking without some kind of overlay of a news agency talking over it uh, because his, you know, hearing the voice and comparing it to other speeches of him. So I, I think it was him. Well, he gave a speech. Uh, he gave a speech there. And as a matter of fact, he was crying. You know, it was, it was pretty emotional for him. If you had a nuclear missile that was a cardboard tube, wouldn't you cry? I mean, I'd cry. Yeah. A lot of experts are saying that's what it was. It was a dud. You know, it was just a shell. Uh, and that's that's all that uh, that's all that was needed. They're saying that um, North Korea showed off a gigantic new intercontinental ballistic missile. Welcome to 1965. You know, you should have had one of those all those years ago. I mean, what, you just now come across one? I mean, this looks like something that we used to keep in the silos back during the Cold War. Saturday, the analysis described uh, described it as the biggest of its kind in the world, of course, because the media wouldn't be biased in trying to show a favoritism toward a Far Eastern country, would they? No, no, of course not. As the nuclear-armed country defied the coronavirus threat with thousands of maskless troops taking part in a military parade. See, Bruce, they're not afraid of it. They're not afraid of it. We need to be. Oh, God, it's this deadly plague and and you're all going to die. And and uh, look at all this. The second wave is here and we don't know what's going to. Where's the cold and flu season? Where's that gone? Where, where did that go? It's COVID now. This is where there, it there's starts. Your second, there's your second wave. It starts, like, starts this way every year. Every year. They think you are so stupid that you don't know that this is the regular cold and flu season. Now, again, to be clear, is that to say that this is like the cold or flu? No, no. But this is the time that we are more susceptible to coming down with these types of things. Vitamin D deficiency is what causes us to become sick most of the time during the winter months because the sun goes away. This is why we get the cold and flu season itself. 
And with weakened immune systems, you're going to be more likely to contract COVID-19. But it's not. I mean, you've got a 99 point. What is it? Six percent chance of surviving it altogether. Altogether, it's like a 99.874, I believe, altogether. But with Mm -hmm. the WHO's recent, I don't know, evaluation, proclamation, whatever you want to say, where 750 million people, was it 750 million? I think it was 750 million, roughly. 7 million in the US. And 7 million in the US. Okay, so... With the the seven hundred and fifty seven hundred and fifty million proclamation of numbers, that means the fatality rate globally is 0.13. So that that that's zero point one three. That's literally what the flu is on average. So yeah, it 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 is what it is, I guess. And and now now they want to do the lockdowns again and all this nonsense because ah, second wave didn't do anything for the first wave. It just destroyed our economy. Which yeah. again, and what, I did, what did I say? Well. I said that I said they're holding the second wave for the cold and flu season. I've been saying that for months. I've been saying it since the beginning of summer. They're holding the second wave for the cold and flu season. And here it is. Here it is. Right on cue. These people are. It's not from being some fortune teller. It's simple enough to see what the agenda is when you know where to look. That's all it is. That's all it is. We're just listening to what they're saying. I mean, we're just looking at what the the organizations are saying and what they want to do. It's anyway. Unfortunately, we're out of time today, Bruce, so we are going to have to end. Glad to be back on Monday. For those of you who have not and you would like to, please do give us a follow on the social media platform of Parlor. We love getting all of your likes and your echoes and your comments and your upvotes. You can follow me over there at janderson 3 or you can follow Marty at Marty Foster. Also, if you want to reach out to us and you don't want to do it via social media, you can do so anytime by dropping us a line at tips at dynamicindependence.com. We would humbly ask you to pass this along to friends, family, and known associates. We're trying to grow our audience here as much as possible and bring like-minded people together. Kind of need to do that now more than ever because information is getting scarce. And I want to say it's it's turning into um, it's almost like turning into a, a one man band on the TV is uh, is pretty much what it is. You get one opinion and that's it. So we like to give a little bit more of uh, a well-rounded perspective when we when we have our talks here. Yes, if you could pass this along, we would appreciate that. We're on just about every platform out there. iHeartRadio, Pandora, Spotify, Stitcher, Deezer, Apple Podcasts, uh, Podbean so on and so forth not SoundCloud also if you're rating podcasts if you could drop over to Apple Podcasts and give us a rating at your earliest possible convenience we would appreciate that as well five stars would be a plus thank you very much thank you for your time today Bruce and from all of us here wherever you are in the world we thank you for listening because it's all of you that listen that make this all possible we love you and we love freedom and independence and together we'll continue to fight for those in the marketplace of ideas so we'll see all of you tomorrow 